It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Bought a tasty little brioche bun for a uh, homemade B and E this morning. A lot of sugar in brioche. Oh, I know. It's like a little cupcake <laughs> that you ram an egg and bacon in between. But I'll tell you what, it wasn't bad. Uh, whacked on a little bit of the Tom sauce. Wish I'd had a bit of barbecue. Um, but I had the Tom sauce. Brand new bottle. Found it in the cupboard. Whipped it open. Gave it a squirt. Halfway through my roll. My partner, Belinda, says, uh, where'd you get this sauce from? I said, oh, it was just in the cupboard. She goes, oh, really? It expired in 2017. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So oh, goodbye, no. cruel world, <laughs> if I cark it halfway through this podcast. Well, I had pizza for breakfast this morning. I mean, when your city gets locked down for the second time, you can't be bothered cooking, my friend. So well, I, You're I got already the... turning into a, t- a ninja turtle in, a, in the sewers. Yeah, basically. So <laughs> the pizza came right last night. Next morning, I realised I didn't put that in the fridge. This is a pizza sitting there. Oh, well, microwave, away we go. (laughs) So, also goodbye, Cruel World. This could be our final podcast. Uh, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. We hope you are well, no matter where you are. Um, Just remember, no matter who you are or where you are in this great country of ours. But we're all Melburnians now when it comes to the challenges we face. We're all Victorians now because we're all Australians and that's where the challenge is right now. Remember that. Are we, are we all Victorians? No, that's, oh, that's where the challenge is, Matt. <laughs> that's like what. That's like when you say, "Where I think he's gotten a little bit, bit mixed up." It's like when you say, "All squares are rectangles," but that doesn't mean that all rectangles are. They're quadrilaterals. Squares. All all squares are rectangles, but all rectangles are not squares. <laughs> all Victorians are Australians. All Australians are not Victorians. Thank you for pointing that out for us. Anyway, the good big show today, uh, we are having a first date. You're going to hear two people go on their first date today. So if you can't, if your stomach can't handle that, if you've been uh, eating something that's expired in 2017 and you aren't prepared for probably a little bit of awkwardness, then this is not the podcast for you. Go to yesterday or tomorrow's. Poppy and Mitch are going to be the very first lab rats in a segment that is called... Matt and Alex, love makers. Do you know what? Speaking of uh, which, we've got one of Australia's greatest matchmakers uh, on the show as well. Osher Gunsberg is going to be joining us. He is the host of several wildly popular dating shows. So I can't wait to chat to him and maybe help get him to help us out a little bit. But also, just mentioning this first date business, up next... Just to kick things off, I'm going to tell you about my very first date, Alex Dyson. Oh, really? My very first date ever. Okay, well, let's hear it up next on All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. So, Alex Dyson, speaking of first dates, just reminded me of um, my very first date. With your current partner or ever? No, ever. Okay. I mean, it's it's much it's much different when you're you know with your current part with you know when you're old, yeah, an old person. You know, you're much smarter about dating. You know, you both know what you like and what you want, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. When you're young, your very first date, whew, yeah, it, terrifying. it's terrifying. You you send along on your very first date ever. You send along a version of yourself, <laughs> which is just. It's a ruse, isn't it? It's, it's an absolute farce. It's sending along a, a scarecrow Dyson. <laughs> I mean, just a, I just was... pack me full of straw and prop me up because that's all. <laughs> that's all you get on your first date. 
I I remember, right, so it was with a girl called Emily and we were in year eight. And I remember the only reason why we were, like, we, were, we, we dated. We were boyfriend and girlfriend because a girl in my class, uh, Helen, said, oh, Emily likes you. And I was like, <gasps> okay, who's Emily? So then, like, you know, she showed me that who Emily was and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then, and then so, <laughs> that, like, like, that tell- was enough. Well, <laughs> oh, well, you went from who's Emily to... <laughs> I'm on a date with Emily pretty I'm quick, mate. Pretty... <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we met Beggars can't be choosers, I guess. <laughs> hey, you, I had to get on the map, okay? I had to get, uh, you, know, you know, you were no one if, unless, you were, unless you were seeing people in, in high school. Come on. As soon as you had, as soon as you had a, a, a boyfriend or girlfriend, you got to... That was your uh, fast track pass to the front of the, you know, the yep. roller coaster queue. So, um, so yeah, so then, um, so then we, we we met across the playground and chatted very briefly, and then we organised a date. So we were officially okay. we were going out. Wow! And, uh, so that was it, you weren't just casually dating. You didn't wait to call it a thing. You were boyfriend and girlfriend pretty <laughs> quick, my you friend. You don't have that. There's no casual dating when you. <laughs> 12 and 13 years old, man. Ooh. So yeah, we were boyfriend and girlfriend and um and and I remember we went to the movies. Um nice. went and saw a Bug's Life. <laughs> because, well, because my t- my sister worked at the cinemas at the time and she, we got free tickets. Wow. Um and I that's, remember That's so like <laughs> that's very different to if you're dating while you're at Triple J. Oh, do you want to come and watch Gang of Youth tonight? You know, I got a free tickets <laughs> back in the day. Oh, my sister works at the cinemas. Hey, don't come you underestimate how cool it is to I uh, like I you could just drop like, oh yeah, my sister can get us tickets whenever we want. You know, like that is pretty oh, cool. That is. I spent the whole day like we watched the whole movie. I, I couldn't tell you what the movie was about. I'm assuming it was about some bugs, but I was trembling. In my in my boots in my in my cargo pants, my, <laughs> my absolutely trembling in my SMP skatey shoes, <laughs> right? Just desperately wanting to touch her hand, like yep. I, oh, I I can't tell you my skin one could have peeled off. I felt that awkward, and and every all the way through the movie, I thought, okay, I'm going to count to ten. I'm just going to reach across and touch. Touch a hand, and of course, ten never came. I never reached ten. And then the end of the movie came. I said, "When we stand up, I'm just going to put my arms around her waist and hug her." You know, of course, that didn't happen. So, anyways, <laughs> we leave. The scarecrow, leave. as as I said, you were just a stationary man. Of, of absolutely, and and of course, I wasn't just wearing the skatey apparel, but I also had the skatey um, utensils, whatever equipment, because I'd brought my skateboard. Oh, along. you weren't no poser. And I remember riding next to her as we walked down the street (laughs) after watching the movie. I was like, (laughs) just like so. I oh, I thought I was so cool. Yeah, riding along while we walked along along the street, and me just like a solid meter above her because I'm on my (laughs) skateboard and I'm already taller than her. Just what was I thinking? Anyway. After that date, we broke up um, a Aww. few days later in the playground. It just wasn't working. <laughs> well, I don't I know, know who it wasn't broke... working. I don't think it was her fault. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
We've got a date coming up a little bit later on. I thought we should chat about some, you know. Yeah, well, just... if, if if we want to keep this week's theme of dating going, please get in touch with us with your first date stories. We'd love to hear how you went along. Uh, I was a bit different. I uh, rollerbladed next to my first date. So. <laughs> oh, what a loser. <laughs> Coffee. Yeah, go a seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Today, Matt O'Kine, really, uh, this show is about relationships. That's what this world is all about, building them, cultivating them, you know, watching them grow. Um, and whether, whether you're 12 years old and watching A Bug's Life or you're a little bit older and uh, taking things to the next level, uh, it's super important, isn't it? Yeah, they can be nitty, they can be gritty, they can be tough. They're a permanent negotiation. That's really what they are. People change over a lifetime and it's not about um, sticking your heels in and never budging. It's about constantly evolving, adapting with the person that you love and hoping that together you can build something sturdy and long-lasting to live in. Particularly if your name is Mitch because we've got a... (laughs) A guy called Mitch, uh, very soon <laughs> from guy. Curry Curry, uh, who's going to be going on a first date with a lovely lady called Poppy. Uh, we've also got another Mitch from the Gold Coast, who I guess has been hearing all this Mitch Love chat and, you know, felt a personal affinity with it. And so has got in touch with us. He joins us right now. Hello, Mitch. Hey, boys. How are you going, Mitch, up on the Gold Coast there, enjoying the sunny disposition? Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, unlike Alex, I'm allowed out of my house. <laughs> Gee, it must be hot with all those burns up there. Jeez, <laughs> yikes. All yeah. right, Mitch, thank you very much for getting in touch because you got in touch with the reason. We always ask people, hey, get in touch at matt.n.alex on Instagram or on our Discord. Anything you want, hit us up. We might be able to uh, chat about it on the show. And you came up with a uh, quite a hairy one. Uh, a bit, a bit that you have. One. Pun intended. Mitch, what's going on? Uh, there's some... Just in a nice new relationship, in a nice relationship, everything's going well. There's an issue with the dog. Okay. Now, it Matt O'Kine famously dislikes all sorts of dogs. Um, mm. Don't get me wrong. I, I like dogs. You like dogs? Got no issue with dogs. Okay. Apart okay. from but, this one. But you, oh, you've got an issue with this dog. Whose dog is it? Uh, it is my girlfriend, George's. Mm, that's tough, isn't it? Did it she is. have the dog before she had you? Yes, this is correct. Okay. All right. Um, That's trouble, my friend. And, um, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. How, how close is she with the dog? Are we are we talking uh, doggy in the bed? Yes, dog in the bed. The dog's getting in between you. Yes. Oh, yes. Let me ask you this, kissing Mitch. Kissing on the lips, Mitch. Is she kissing yes. the dog on the lips? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Mitch, let me, let me ask you this. When the dog gets a cut of meat, do you look at it and go, that's better than mine? Well, look. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's happened. Okay. It's happened once All right. Or twice. How long have okay. you and Georgia been dating? Uh, about six months. Okay, so relatively fresh. And so, what do you want our help with? Well, I just want some advice on how do I approach this dog. Mm. What do I do? Okay. I think it's got it out for me. I can see it looking across the room, and it gives me some shady eyes. Mate, the dog thinks you're the dog. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so. So you've come into its world. It's, you're in a tough position, mm. mate. And what, yes. what, do, what is the ideal outcome from this particular standoff that you've got now? Well, I'm not too sure. We're moving out to what I like to think is neutral grounds. We're mm. going and moving into a new house together and I just uh, want to know how to approach this dog. 
Okay. Oh, wow. Do you okay. want to set some rules? You know, only kiss yeah. the dog on the cheek. Um, <laughs> the dog sleeps no in the dog in- bed. <laughs> yes, yes. So we've got Georgia on the phone now. We're going to oh, give she's Georgia on hold, a- so she can't hear what we're saying yeah, right she now. Can't, yeah, but so we're gonna we're gonna bring her up in a second. But what I mean, how's she going to react when we um when you tell her you don't like her dog? <laughs> I'm not too sure how that's going to go down. This is. I feel. Are we about to have a first date <laughs> soon? Of which love and is cultivating. And is this a last date about to happen? As well? oh, let's hope not, eh? So, so when you told Georgia that hey, we're gonna we're gonna be on the radio, what did she? What does she think we're gonna be she talking about? She has no idea of the topic of this conversation. Okay. Oh, well, are you nervous? Oh, I'm nervous. I'm shaking. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, you've brought us into this, Mitch, but I really don't know what we can do. All Matt and I are going to do is listen to you get absolutely oh, caned here, my friend. Thanks, please. <laughs> okay, um, but you've got my support. I'm famously anti-dog, okay, so I, I will be your voice. If you, need the, if you need the difficult things said, I will say them, okay? Okay, so I can hang and, up now and you can repeat what I've no, said. No, 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 no. <laughs> Or even we could set it up so that if I say something too mean, you can jump into the defense. Oh, okay. I like so, this. I like this. so here we go. Let's just right, let's, let's just, just see how it plays out. Put Georgia on. <clears throat> here she comes. Hello, Georgia. You're on all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Hello, how are you? Really good, thank you. Um, we've also got your current partner, Mitch, joining us as well. Say hello, hello. Mitch. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, Georgia, um, you uh, might be wondering why you're on our uh, show right now. No idea what this is about. Probably some sort of stitch up, but I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not people of the stitch up variety. Absolutely not. Georgia. Matt famously does not like pranks. Uh, it's one yes. of a few things that he doesn't like. But um, right. we've got Mitch has sort of got us to have a bit of a conversation and talk him through something that he's really hoping to discuss <laughs> with you. Um, right. Basically, we've come to the conclusion that Matt and I are absolutely unqualified. And so, Mitch, uh, you better just Excellent. say it. Oh, thanks, boys. <laughs> so, the, the, the dog. I'm, I'm, I don't trust him. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think there's a bit of an issue. I think the bed is for the adults and the animals have their own bed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, oh, I, I got a life, boys. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm this. stumbling, boys. <laughs> oh. Mitch. Okay, Georgia, let me step in here. Yeah, let me step in here. That- Mitch feels like your dog doesn't like him. <laughs> no, I think I think he he partly really likes guys. Like he he's better friends with Mitch and my dad on my own, but he's really jealous. And it's, oh. it is really annoying. <laughs> what sort of stuff does he do that you notice him being really jealous? Like if we'll like, Say we're going to go to bed, and we're if we have a cuddle, he'll jump on the bed right on top of Mitch and puts his his uh, half dash down. So his long nose, he'll have as close to Mitch's face as he can, and he's just like, "Hello, just I'm here. Yes, I'm here. Eyes. Hello, <laughs> yeah, yeah." He's very invasive. I think because well, Mitch is super excited that you guys are moving in together, but he yes, just wasn't yeah. sure because he cares about you so much and he cares about your feelings so much. He was a bit nervous about bringing up this awkward situation where <laughs> he's a little bit uncomfortable moving in with a dog. Um, is that about right, Mitch? That's, you've nailed it. Oh, okay, excellent. <laughs> Have you talked about this before with each other, Georgia? Has Mitch sort of broached this subject at all? 
Yeah, a little bit in terms of like neither of us really sleep well because he is an, the dog. Sorry, not Mitch. Mitch is not <laughs> yeah, the bed with. The other dog. <laughs> the dog is the best to share the bed with and he molts. So we've had the conversation of no dogs in the bed in the mm-hmm. new house. And does that, um, that sound okay with, with you when you go into the new house? Yeah, he really annoys me. Like, I oh, do love him, oh. but he really annoys me in my sleep and he disturbs our sleep. And both of us, when we live now, have sliding doors. Like, we're in sort of one, we're both in one bedroom apartments with sliding doors. So he sits there and cries and nudges it. Oh, but wow. best to leave when I have a door. We're still, that the I dog can is shut. we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. We're still talking yeah, about the dog. Outside on the so, balcony. Again, Mitch is allowed in the bed. We are both in the bed. The dog okay. can be shut outside in his own bed. Okay, cool. Because I think the good thing is. You want to be able to train the dog. The dog can't train you. And I think together, yes. oh, working yeah. together as a team, moving forward into your own house, you'll be able to get yeah. this uh, this little issue out of the way and uh, enjoy your new yeah. life to living together. Yep. But, yeah, to so, answer the question, I don't know if he – he definitely likes Mitch, but he's definitely a weird, jealous dog. So we need mm. to figure something out for that. Okay, Mitch, how do you feel about how this conversation's gone? A lot better. Oh, that's good. I feel better too, Mitch. Mm. I mean, I tell you what, when you first started talking, it was a disaster, an absolute train wreck, mate. I was was thinking, what are you saying here, buddy? And and to be clear, you know, Mitch, you're moving in together. Matt and I can't be there every conversation you need to have. Are you sure? As much as we'd like to be, you know, lying in the bed there with you and you can just nudge us to explain the things to George as best and you can. And the dog's on the lease too, so... <laughs> oh, the dog's on the, the lease. Yeah. The dog's on the yeah. lease. Well, yeah. there you go. So you will have to learn to live with the with the puppy and I think together you'll be able to move on and move forward and uh, have a re- very, very nice life from here on in. Well, thanks, yeah. boys. I'm glad I'm not in the doghouse. <laughs> Congrats, <laughs> Thank you, and thank you so much, Georgia. You're a champion. Uh, best thank of luck you. with the big move, and uh, give the dog a cute little pat for us. Yeah, will do. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you. Well, that was a successful Mitch application there, Matt. Do you reckon we'll go this just as well on a first date? Mate, we're helping Mitches all around Australia. <laughs> Mitch, don't kill our vibe. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Now, Matt, today is a very big day on All Day Breakfast because it is our very first date for a very delightful couple, Mitch and Poppy, as part of the new segment that has only just popped up. Matt and Alex, love makers. We're trying to make some love between some beautiful Australians. Yeah, absolutely. And look, there would be no point in us uh, putting together two young singles looking for love without consulting first. Uh, One of the gentlemen in Australia who knows about matchmaking the most, Uh, he is the uh, host of The Bachelor Australia, The Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise Australia. He has his own podcast, uh, Better Than Yesterday, as well as a podcast of Charlie Clawson. It's called Dad Pod. He's just become a father himself. Please Welcome to our show, Osher Gunsberg. Good afternoon, guys. I'm I'm very excited to hear that you're uh, attempting to make some make some love happen uh, for some two Australians who are. I mean, obviously, trying to make a show about love during a pandemic um, very tricky. Um, <laughs> very very tricky. Uh, Bachelor was shut down. The helicopters just stayed down. All the group dates and all the cheese plates, all that stuff, just got <laughs> oh, shut no. down. Oh what, no! How far through filming were you? <laughs> we, we were a couple of dates in. We were a couple of dates in and then we all had to go home. Oh, no. Do you know what? Is it, is it, does it say something about me that my first reaction was, 
Oh no, the cheese plates. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about all that cheese that went to waste. I hope someone got to nibble it all, you know? Usually the crew. Usually the crew <laughs> get to nibble on the cheese. With very long toothpicks so they don't go near each other too close. Just 1.5 oh, metre long toothpicks Well, they had to in. change the toothpicks to javelins uh, just to <laughs> make sure that the social yeah. distance was happening. But uh, how, was, how has it been for you since then, man? I mean, Bachelor in Paradise, you've managed to film. That is coming out uh, just next week. We shot Paradise back in November uh, oh. before anyone had even, you know, coughed on anyone in, in Wuhan. So we were fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so you'll watch it and you'll you'll lament for a time when you could laze around on the day bed and, and drink a, a coconut full of, you know, coconut <laughs> juice. And, but no, we, we, we've been, we actually, we actually are back shooting Bachelor, which is very exciting, but it is, I turn up to work and it's a lot like I'm, I'm arriving into an ICU ward because I'm, because I'm on camera. I'm the only person not here to tone PPE. Uh, so this is very <laughs> interesting. Very, very interesting, but it's been good. You know, we've, uh, the lockdown was, was wild. Um, it was a bit tough on our eldest. She's 16 and, mm-hmm. you know, she's obviously a very social kid and not able to see her mates all the time was, was tough. But uh, it was good. You know, we didn't know if we were going to get shooting again, but I got to spend every day, you know, getting up in, in the morning with a, a new baby. And um, uh, that's that's super exciting. The kid's 10 months old now. And, and, and Matt, you've, you've beyond this part, but um, we're doing the lay down. We're trying to get the kid to fall asleep without us cuddling him. And it's... Oh. It's on, dude. It's on. Mate, I I have spent, like no exaggeration, hours singing yeah. Twinkle Twinkle Little Star Yeah. just in the last week. She's a year and four months right now. And yeah. as, if I stop, she just bursts into tears. So yeah. you got a long way to go, but uh, fingers crossed you do it a bit better than me. Can you but record I mean, yourself like, you know, Dr. House on a dictaphone and then just hit repeat or something like that? Is there a well, way to... Look, it's not like there's a competition, but I'm totally in competition with Charlie Clawson, who I do a dadding podcast with. And Charlie's got his daughter, Iona, to go to sleep pretty easily. So I'm like, oh, crikey, Iona's younger than Wolf. <laughs> now it's a race. Now it's a battle. Damn it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it all, the sli- it's all the sly things um, that parents say to each other, isn't it? Just the little, the little. Um, oh, it was so cute. Yeah, she, she said the word broccoli yesterday and you're like, <laughs> What? She can say broccoli? Three syllables. <laughs> you know, suddenly yeah. like, oh, I and you're going home in front of your daughter like, broccoli, broccoli, say, say broccoli, please, please. It's so bad. But, uh, Osha, we should uh, also chat about the, the new re-release, the revised yeah. and uh, updated release of your book. Um, it was released back in 2018. It's called Back yeah. After the Break. Um, while these successful really really engaging read and, and, you know, you go really deep in it about issues that you've faced with uh, mental health, including a chapter with written by your wife, Audrey. Do you want to talk yeah. about that? Well, I wrote this whole, the whole kind of arc, the overarching arc of the book was that I was kind of working my way towards getting off of meds after being so quite, so ill and on antipsychotics, two kinds of antipsychotics and SSRI and amino ketone, putting on a kilo a week from all the meds. You know, it was nice to be not crazy, but it wasn't very nice to be fat and frigid. You know, I was like 96 kilos and people are making jokes about me busting out of my suit on The Bachelor. And But like the whole book kind of leads to this point of like, I'm off meds and everything's going to be all right. And then right around before Wolfie got born, um, I started to go crazy again. And my wife just looked me in the eye and she goes, you, it's happening and you don't want to admit it. You're going to have to get back on meds. And so I, I knew enough to know that it's very difficult to think about getting onto medication when you've got a brain that needs medication to think about that kind of thing. So I'm like, I trust you. I trust 
someone who's got a healthy brain as a way to look at the world. I don't want to use my brain to think about things, so I trust you, so I'm going to go see my doctor. Went to my psych the next day. He looked at me and was like, oh, oh shit, yeah, buddy. You need bang. Here we go. Have these. <laughs> and, um, and I'm really glad I did because it meant that I could be present for you know the birth of our son and, and, and be able to be around. And I, I felt it was really important to talk about that because you know I wouldn't want the, the idea to be that and, and, you know, and I got off meds and everything was all right. It's like, no, if you've got a brain that isn't, you know, playing along, sometimes you're on meds, sometimes you're off meds, sometimes you've got to get back on. And Audrey was really kind in that she, she was so supportive of me. And she honestly, she saved my life, guys. She really did. And when I first met her, I was very, very ill. And she would be able to bully her way in on the days when I was just having delusions and, and, and really kind of, she said like physically, like, you know, sometimes uh, if, when, when a dog is being misbehaving, you kind of give it a bit of a tap. She would like give me a, a tap on the head or pinch me or do something physical, squirt me with water, just do something physical to, to kind of get me bring out. Bring you of, back in. Yeah, to bring me back into the room. I'd go, what, what, what? Like she literally would splash water on my face sometimes. Wow. And um, so she wrote, a, she wrote a whole chapter about it because we did an episode of my podcast together. And um, when we first launched the book, we talked about what it was like to live with me when I was having those days. And that resonated with so many people that we'd go to like a writer's festival and I'm like, oh, I've got the I've got my signing table and people are lining up to meet me. I'm a published author. <laughs> the line to meet Audrey was twice as long than it was <laughs> to meet me because they're like, oh my God, no one's ever talked about what it's like to, you know, all these people who have had that similar experience of what it's like to live with someone who's got a different brain mm. and speak so honestly and kindly about what it's like to love and care for someone who's sometimes gets hijacked by another thing entirely and you kind of have to wait for that thing to pass before they come back into the room. Yeah, goodness. I mean, it's it, it must take a, a whole heap of humility and be to be able, because everyone's only got one brain, you know, you've got to trust yeah. your own brain. And so to be able to look at it from someone else's perspective, what were the warning signs and uh, how was it the first time you really sort of just let yourself fall back in that sort of trust exercise? Well, I guess, I guess uh, you know, the, the way I would, it's something that I learned during sobriety. I'm 10 years sober as well. I, you know, I did try to medicate this stuff away using alcohol like most Australian blokes, but it didn't work. It just got worse. Uh, so I had to get sober. I guess you, I would just ask the question, okay, what have my very best ideas got me? All right, these are the best thinking I could possibly have, the best ideas I had, the smartest I thought I was being got me uh, divorced, unemployed, lost my house, couldn't get arrested, couldn't get a job anywhere. I'm like, all right, might be time that I listen to someone else's ideas because my <laughs> ideas have left me in a pretty terrible place. Oh, so once I started trusting other people's ideas and following their advice and going, well, it's got to be better than what oh, my idea was. My idea is, you know, I'm paying rent out of my savings here in a foreign country, so something's got to be better than this. Things started to look up. And so similarly, I just kind of learned to trust it. I go, okay, what's my best idea got me today? My best, the smartest I could be has gotten me terrified and thinking this is all happening. All right, I might listen to someone else because this might not be real. Yeah, amazing. And, and Osha, having uh, just had your son recently, how, how has that changed your life uh, in a mental health aspect? Well, I'm still utterly terrified that the young boy won't have a beach to play on by the time he's 30. You know, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I wake up every day like going, how seriously we're taking COVID-19? This is how seriously we need to take climate change every day for about the next 30, 50 years. Well, you could move to the Arctic Circle. It's a balmy 38 degrees there these days. <laughs> uh, I hope not, because that would be horrible if it were the case. Um, but yeah, you know, I still, I'm still terrified about that sort of stuff. But 
it does give me an enormous amount of hope that, well, my only option now, the decision has been made, my only choice is action. My only mm. choice is, is climate action. My only choice is to tell, talk to as many people as possible, agitate as much as I can, write to as many people as I can, talk about it as much as I possibly can on my podcast, speak about it with strangers, whatever I can possibly do, that is my only choice. The, the choice of being kind of, I don't know, nihilist about it is, is gone because this boy looks up at me going, hey, man, I'm like, oh, man, I've got to leave somewhere safe for you to be. For sure, and you touched on uh, one of the best human's emotions, and that is hope, Osha. Absolutely, and uh, we've got two people about to jump and pull on that emotion because they're about to have their first date on Zoom. Mitch called <laughs> us uh, during the week and said, boys, new financial year, new me, um, I need to find a date. I've been single for three years. We said, leave it with us. Uh, a very lovely lady by the name of Poppy got in touch. She was just moving towards his area, was looking to meet new people. And so we've interviewed them both separately, but very soon they're about to meet for the first time. For those who have missed the last two days and for yourself, Osha, uh, this is introducing Mitch and Poppy. I'm a shift worker. I'm a coal miner in the Hunter Valley. Live in Curry Curry, home of Mullet Fest, in a place so crap they named it twice. <laughs> Just moving up to Sydney, I thought, don't know anyone in the city, mm-hmm. so I thought, why not? Um, curry Curry's in the same state, so start there. What are your thoughts on Valentine's Day? Don't get me wrong, I thought every day was Valentine's Day. But, um, <laughs> no, every day is Valentine's Day. Ooh, well, a little bit of similarity going on there. I like to have a cheeky dad joke or a cracker pun. Oh, wow. Talk about a catch. Dad joke's just perfect. Do you return the shopping trolley or leave it right next to where your car was parked? I want my dollar back. I'm returning it. <laughs> oh, of course. Put it away. you got to get your money back. <laughs> oh, I'm picking up some kindred spirit stuff here, Matt. Your spirit animal. Oh, it'd be a wombat. I would be a meerkat. Oh, I could see a meerkat playing, you know, big spoon, little spoon with a wombat. <laughs> Can you believe those two people have never actually met? It's a beautiful match. I mean, you guys are just, you're playing the role of some sort of complicated algorithm on a dating website. And you've you brought it together wonderfully. Mitch and Poppy are about to jump on a Zoom meeting for the very first time. They're going to have a little chat. And Osha, we thought it would be totally unfair to have two Australians be on a first date without uh, yourself popping in to see how it goes and see whether they'd like to give the other person a rose. Now, Poppy and Mitch don't know this, but would you mind sort of halfway through the date if you just popped up on their Zoom and said hello? <laughs> I totally can, but dude, if you want to do anything to do with roses, you're going to have to pay Warner Brothers a license fee. I can't do anything. That IP is so locked down. Well, let's do poppies. So locked down. Let's do poppies in uh, in, in uh, tribute to Poppy, who will be on the Zoom interview very very soon. Uh, that is happening in a moment. Osh is about to pop into it. I cannot wait. This is tense. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Okay, Matt, it's that time of the show. Uh, the cliffhanger, the first date is about to begin. Mitch and Poppy jumping on their very first Zoom meeting. We've had them on the show separately, but they are yet to meet. So the audio you're about to hear... Are two people meeting for the very first time. It's very oh, exciting. I mean, the pressure alone. It's easy to get nice lighting in a bar, you know, or a <laughs> restaurant, but it, on a Zoom, I mean, you're you're already on the back foot for this to be your first date. So 
Yeah, hopefully they've got the the ring lighting set up. Um, mm. Get that selfie angle looking good. And, uh, yeah, they're feeling dressed up nice and ready to go. The other red herring amongst this is halfway through the date. We're going to uh, release the Ginsberg. Osher uh, Ginsberg is going to pop up at some point. So have a listen out for when that happens as well. Are we ready to start? Let's do it. Mitch Kelly. Hey, buddy, Alex. How are you? Good, really mate. good, How are thanks. You? Good. How are you feeling? Quite nervous, to be fair. Um, you didn't think we could do this, did you? You didn't think we could, <laughs> you know, wangle a date for you? I'm surprised I can fit any other heads on this screen apart from my own, to be honest with you. <laughs> Well, you've done very well. Thanks for getting in touch with us. We're looking forward to uh, your first date. You told us a bit about yourself. Uh, we've had a response. Her name is Poppy. And uh, we've given her the details for this Zoom meeting. So she's going to pop in in a second. Okay. No pun intended. Although you said you I like dad say, jokes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know a little poppy pun joke, but I don't know whether to crack it or not. Ooh, this is big matter kind. You're a stand-up comedian. Um, Mate, I don't, I'm not. Don't, don't, don't uh, put this pressure on me. I've, <laughs> I've done my dating days. I'm, <laughs> I've got a kid and everything. Don't worry about that. So, Mitch. So, um, Trust your instincts. You're going to be following your instinct the whole relationship. So don't be a different person for, for, for day one. You know, you got to be the person that you're always going to be the whole time. Otherwise, it's going to fall apart. So if you want, if you thought that joke was funny, you tell that joke, brother. Oh, oh dear. That's that's a very dangerous right. road. But I want, I want you to know. <laughs> okay, that's better. If I'm that going to press bombs. exit if it's awkward, okay? <laughs> I am out of here. Okay, I reckon we're good to uh, get Poppy to jump in now. Let's let's give her the thumbs up. You know, we're happy to pop in every now and again and say, you know, just check up on things, make sure the date's going well. We want to, you know, in this, you know, tough time, we want to make it seem as if it's a normal date so we can be the waiters at this virtual restaurant as well. So, um, yeah, don't mind us. We'll be able to pop in and, uh, yeah, keep things all above board. Oh, dear. Oh. Can we get a sweat level of the palms? How's it feeling? Oh, there are shinies in my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have uh, have you uh, have you had anything to? Here goes Poppy. Oh, here we go. Poppy. Hey. Hello. Hey, Thank you very much for go. joining us. You you answered the call. Um, and Mitch <laughs> is here from Curry Curry. Poppy's just moved to Sydney. Um, this is the virtual restaurant which you'll be having your first date. So uh, we'll just say goodbye and then leave you to it for now. Um, enjoy. No worries. Hey, how you going? Hey, good, Poppy. Um, how you going? All right. Yeah, great. I moved up to Sydney yesterday from um, Melbourne, so um, I was listening to the podcast in the car on the way up, and I was like, "This could be a bit of fun." So, oh, I, <laughs> honestly, I, I yeah, it, it, I'm nervous, but like, yeah, it's, it just seemed like a fun thing to do. How's quarantine been for you? Honestly, uh, for me, it hasn't changed because I've I've still been classed as essential, so um, you know, we still need to move the coal and, you know, power the power station and all that sort of thing. So, mm. I mean, between all of it, I don't know whether I need to go to an AA meeting or to Jenny Craig because I've just become a bit of a fat mess. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. Sorry, uh, just hey, interrupting mate. here. Yeah, speaking of uh, food and alcohol, just wanted to offer some of the uh, options on our specials menu. So uh, we have the, uh, the sautéed eggplant poppers with a Cajun dust. Um, or the braised kohlrabi with a mackerel foam and an anchovy emulsion. I'll do the aubergine. <laughs> Give me some anchovies because that sounds super fishy to me. <laughs> <laughs> I will do. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. So, um, yeah, how long have you been single and all that sort of <laughs> well, stuff? Quick, right into it. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> a year or two. So I've just moved back from the UK, so that's what brings me to. Oh yeah, we're about in the UK. Where are? I was in London, so nice. um, I did a, I did twelve months in Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool, eh? Scarza territory. That's great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, accent, yeah. I missed the I missed the Scouse accent. So, <laughs> so what were you doing in London? Um, um, so I did the two year working visa. Um, uh, I was working for a project management company. So, were you there doing the visa as well? Or yeah, I didn't quite last twelve months. Just did a bit of bar work. And sorry, guys, you good for uh, water? Can I top up your water? You're good. Yes, please, okay. please. Um, just put it up to the top of the screen there, please. All right, fill it. Oh, fill me up, please, mate. Yeah. All right. Um. Thank you. No, he spilled a bit. He spilled a bit. Um, oh, man. Sorted. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Oh, they are so good at their hospitality industry. They're killing oh, it. Five star. We've got to we've got to put a good Google review for them as well. Oof. I yeah, well, tell you what. <laughs> so, um, when were you in the UK? Uh, circuit mid to like oh, twenty sixteen. Hi. Hi. How you going? I'm Osher Ginsburg. Nice to see you. How you doing? Hey, I'm I'm all right. Thanks. Sorry, I just just. Rehearsing a love song for later on. Uh, <laughs> I heard you guys were on your first date. <laughs> yep. I just heard, you know, like there's a dating show going on. Matt and Alex have got a dating show going on. And, you know, I thought ScoMo mandated that I host all dating shows in the country. <laughs> but apparently I'm not involved in this one. Is it going okay without me? The fact that you're here has just made it even better. How does that? <sighs> you're the icing on the cake, Osha. Oh, on a gorgeous, gorgeous cake already. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on a second. Who let Osher Ginsburg in here? Let's, you get out of Let's do it our what own dating show. What is going on? Do you have a reservation, mate? <laughs> Doing a dating show without me, guys. Come on. You know it's the rules. We can't have oh, more than four people in a Zoom, okay? That's that's official. <laughs> We've that's seen your fees, Osher. We can't, we can't get you on board. <laughs> I mean, roses are expensive enough, let alone to actually get the man who dishes them out of them. Oh, come on. I never touch them, Matt. I only count them. Um, <laughs> have a great date, Mitch and, and, and Poppy. I hope one of these days together we'll be able to look at the majesty of Curry Curry's big kookaburra together and just bask oh. its glory. It's no majesty. There's miss- it's even missing its teeth. It's horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> Kookaburras don't have teeth, Mitch. That's it. Get out. Missing something. <laughs> Go back to right, Bachelor in Paradise. Out. That's right, it. That's Get it. out. Get out of here. Watching oh. Bachelor. Watch Bachelor in Paradise when it's out July right. 14. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm so sorry about that, guys. We thought this was a secure meeting. Um, really apologize. Uh, I guess whenever there's a dating show on, he just his ears prick up and he flies flies to that. So apologies for that. Uh, we'll let you get back to the date. Okay. Sorry. Sorry about that again. Um, so, yeah, so tell us the best dad joke then. I've got heaps of them. I was going to start by saying, oh, could you tell me how much a polar bear weighs? No. Enough no. to break the ice. Hey, I'm Mitch. How you doing? Like, hey. Like, well, what, do you, what do you call a granddad flower? Um, an old flower? A poppy. Hey, <laughs> smart, clever, works on oh, multiple levels. So it's like, yeah, it's like horrendous and terrible, and but you know what? It's cheesy as, but it's ironic because I'm lactose intolerant. So what, you know, you do what you can. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, yeah. So, um, you work in coal, you were saying? Yeah. So I'm a haul truck operator in an open cut coal mine. Mm-hmm. So you know, we do twelve and a half hour shifts, and the trucks are you pretty much. You're eight metres in the air driving 500 tonnes of steel around. That's awesome. My first day on the job was I looking at these things going, holy crap, 
and there was free Milo and we got to see a blast go off. So it was explosions, Milo, and so, like, the Milo sold me. It was amazing. Okay, question. How much Milo are you doing? What's your ratio to milk? Um, probably, you know, just a standard glass of milk, probably four scoops. Four scoops only. Only yeah. four scoops. All right, guys. Uh, sorry, this is Matt and Alex again. Um, sorry to cut the Milo chat short, but I think what? we're about well, to close the restaurant. So, no, 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 um, no, no. Poppy, how much Milo is, is appropriate? It's got to be more Milo than milk. No, that's, no. Mitch was Come being, on. I think Mitch was being quite excessive with the four scoops. Thank you very much. I would have, I would have had the can taken off me if I did more than two back in the day. Yeah, that's why we don't have Milo. We never had Milo. <laughs> oh, yeah. goodness gracious. Daiso was a spoon-to-mouth kind of guy, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, abs- wasn't allowed Milo in the house. Absolutely not. With a bottle of, with a drink of milk. Easy. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it. Well, well, we're very sorry. We do have to uh, shut up shop for the night, but we appreciate you uh, choosing uh, the All Day Breakfast Cafe to have your first dates in. Um, were there any final questions you wanted to ask each other before we um, we put the close sign on the door? We should Skype again sometime. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. Oh, that's success. Oh, oh, ding, ding, get the bill. That is a second date if I've ever heard one. Thank you so much, Mitch and Poppy, for taking part in Matt and Alex Lovemakers. Uh, It's what we do, (laughs) and uh, we appreciate you doing it with us again. And uh, all the best with your uh, your new Zoom future together. Thank you. I'll go have go and have a look at the kookaburra for teeth now. <laughs> That's it. Thanks a lot, see guys. guys. See it too. <laughs> we'll catch you yeah. soon. Bye. 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 All day breakfast. Well, Matt, I would call that a pretty successful show, particularly for the Mitches of Australia. Oh, man, I've loved how much love we've fostered during mm. this week's uh, podcast. So, it's not going to stop today, that's for sure. We're going to head into Friday with that love feeling. Please get in touch with us. If you have anything we can help you out with or any stories relating to first dates, uh, Zoom dates, dogs in the bed. <laughs> that's it. Massive thanks to Osha uh, Gunsberg for uh, joining us today. And make sure you uh, check out the video uh, later today, the video of the first date between Mitch and Poppy will be up, including Osha gate crashing. And uh, I think the look on Poppy's face when that happened was absolutely worth the price of admission alone. So uh, make sure you're checking it out on the Matt and Alex Instagram. We'll catch you tomorrow for a Friday show. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.